This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Bird Show. God, it's got to be <clears throat> really tough if you're in a dressing room, right? And Kristen and Cassie and every other woman that we have ever had on their show has always said that for whatever reason, those dressing rooms for women, they put the crappy lighting in there. Uh It's almost like they're designed to make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, to show every worse, like all your horrible angles and you're just standing there looking in the mirror like, I don't know this person. I, mean, I don't know who this person is. I remember years and years ago that we put a list together and we had listeners call up like uh, with the dressing rooms that were like women friendly, mm. where the lighting was really good. Mm. So uh, just went to Torrid recently um, and they have fans, like Ooh. oscillating fans in every single dressing room because you do end up like working up a sweat. Um, as you're going in and out of clothes, and especially if you start getting worked up about like not looking good, mm-hmm. and so now you're sweating. Damn. But yeah, they, wow. every single uh, dressing room had an oscillating fan in it to keep you cool. Damn, really? I never thought about this at all. Uh-huh. What would even be, and we're going to bring uh, our phone screener Amber on here, our producer Amber, for a second because she found herself crying in a dressing room <laughs> the other day. Um, as the uh, as a business owner, wouldn't you want the lighting to be impeccable in there and have people feeling great about themselves so they buy? The bathing suit, dress, whatever? I, I'm sure, but places like, you know, like bigger stores like Target, that, that that's not their concern. Like, Get them in, get them yeah, out. We can tell with Target with the cameras. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Target don't give a crap about how you look. At all. <laughs> so what, what happened the other day? So uh, I recently gained a buttload of weight, uh, maybe a few buttloads. <laughs> what's a, what's a, well, you don't have to share if you don't well, feel comfortable. I, yeah. My best weight was 186. I looked great. I almost had abs. It was fantastic. <laughs> I'm definitely over 200. Um, I lived in Los Angeles for 10 years and I had family. was all here. So I was really depressed, kind mm. of alone. And I was a property manager was my job. So I worked from home. So when I wasn't showing apartments and things, I was eating and watching Netflix, oh, you know? And that's, and that's the worst city in the world to do yeah. that in because it's, it's the most vain city in the oh, world. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't even get me started on the right. dating there. But anyways, um, I came back home um, December 2020, and I was excited to get my, my new adult life started, my new chapter, and then I realized, holy crap, when you gain weight as a woman, it doesn't go just to your butt and your stomach. Sometimes it goes to your breasticles. Oh. Can you say that? Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. Okay, That's a thing, huh? Yeah, it, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I used to be 36 seed, nice little hand, you know, mm, nice little handful. <laughs> <laughs> now I am an H, and it like, is... Like, hell, those are big. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm an H now, so I went to Lane Bryant with my mom and, and um her best friend and we're trying to figure out what my, what my bra size is and they you know they do the measuring mm-hmm. with the tape and all that and they're like lift this up I'm like oh my god you know mm-hmm. it's 
it was a lot for me because I, 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 I guess I was in denial. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, there's no way my boobs are ages. Get out of here. So she's telling me this and I'm trying on these bras and I'm looking at myself in this horrible lighting mm-hmm. and I'm saying, oh my God, look at the things. Look at everything. Mm-hmm. Things are sagging. There's stretch marks. There's this. The lighting is bad. I felt so disgusted mm-hmm. by my oh. own body. Oh, I hate that. So it made me cry. I'm going to cry now. God darn it. <laughs> Just call me Cassie Jr. <laughs> but yeah. the role of Cassie Young Yeah, today. there we go. She's just black today. <laughs> but yeah, it brought me to tears because I'm looking at myself. I'm 37. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at myself and I'm just so disgusted with what I see. And I, I hate, hate that. even using that word I know, on yourself. And I'm I working it. on it. I am. But in that moment, it was all just so new. Now I know I have to find bras that actually fit. I have to actually try. Yeah, and they'll make you, and the the right bras will make you feel better about yourself and will look better, you know, underneath your clothes. Lift those bad boys right on up. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I mean, it. I I I I would be hard pressed to find a woman who hasn't cried at some point in a dressing room. Seriously, like the percentage of women would be up there in the ninety percent. You're saying easily. Oh, hunt. What? I'm sure there's women. Like there's a woman out there who hasn't. But I mean, I know I have. But she's a rare person if she's never cried in a public dressing room. That is shocking. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it? As a dude, it's just like you get in there, you just I make sure it. that your junk's not hanging out. That's yeah. it. Have you ever gotten stuck in something? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Stuck? Yes. Well, you try something on. <laughs> Especially and, shirts. Yeah, you try something on. For me, it was a dress. And I'm like, <laughs> my hands are up yeah. over my head. Yeah. And it gets stuck. You gotta do that thing where your wrist touches yes. and really. And you're trying to like it's, it's, shimmy your way yeah. out. And that's when the sweat really starts to roll. Yeah. Oh, I have 100%. Uh, I've tried on sports bras before, uh, got stuck in those. Yeah, yeah, because they only stretch so much oh, after man. a while. Is you like, have to just. Is there an emergency button out. in there? There needs to be. There needs to be. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You ever come out and ask for help? Have yep. you ever had to yell out of there and go, Help! Help! can't get the shirt off. Right. <laughs> Got one of my boobs stuck in a cup. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, for yeah. sure. Um, Shimmy yourself out of pants. Oh. Oh. God, what a miserable experience. It, it really is. is. You men have man. no idea no, how good sure you no. got it. Because it's such a pain. Like, I was at Nordstrom Rack recently, and I hit up my husband. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, remind me, what's your pant size and what, what's your preference on shirt? Because he's lost some weight recently. So he gives me the waist size, gives me... So literally, I'm just going to the rack. That's a pretty color. That's the size he needs. That's, that's what I'll take home. Yeah, you can't do that with yep. women. And I just guess. I don't even know my sizes, really. Yeah. So. And if we go in one of those, dudes go into the dressing room, they don't look good, they'll blame it on the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's never me. Not us. <laughs> no. Well, I hate that you had that experience, but just Thank know you. that you are not alone in having that experience, and your H's look very nice. Thank you. You're we'll, welcome. we'll all be discussing together. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stop using those words. <laughs> I'm using that word. You don't talk about our friend like that. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? If I ever find myself with more time, I end up getting so stuck on what I should be doing versus what I want to be doing that I end up wasting the entire hour. So what if you could use that hour to actually improve yourself and improve your life so that the next time you have a free hour, you actually know what's a priority for you. 
Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Whether you need to talk through the guilt of taking time for yourself or learning how to set boundaries with people in your life who take and take, therapy can give you the tools to lead a richer life where you're, well, in control and happier. Therapy isn't just for major trauma. It's for the everyday problems that can be tough to navigate, too. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. There's no shame in finding someone to vent to about the issues going on in your life. Plus, BetterHelp is entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. If you listen to The Burt Show, you know we call romantic alone time piano playing. And if you want to get a little bit better at playing your music sheet between the sheets, the best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping and rush processing. And that's not all. When you select your one item, you'll also get a free kit that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. The kit includes six free movies for your viewing pleasure, and Adam and Eve wants to make your life easy. They've got discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus 100% free shipping with rush processing on your entire order. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your piano playing room. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item, something adventurous or something you've always desired. Just enter code Abby, A-B-B-Y at checkout. That's Abby, A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount at adamandeve.com. The Bird Show. All right, guys, buckle in. I think we've been here before. You guys ready for a good fight? <laughs> put them up. Uh, yeah. Dog custody. Uh, dog? Doll? Dog. Oh. Dog custody. Like, who's dolls? Yeah, we've been here before. Uh, good morning, Ivy. You are on The Bird Show. Looking for some help texting. You want custody of that dog. Yep, exactly. Oh, do tell. What's going on? So um, my ex and I, we were living together and we, we thought it was a great idea to, you know, next step, get a dog. And it's such a good boy, all the good things, but things just didn't work out between us. And we broke up and he kept the dog and I moved out. But, you know, circumstances have changed and now I'm in a house with a huge backyard and whatnot. And I want the dog back. Like I was still you know, interact and see him all the time, but I want him to live with me so he can have an open backyard and freedom instead of an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we need some more details outside the dog. Um, was it an ugly breakup? Uh, I mean, it, it was, but we've we've fixed things. You fixed things, but mm-hmm. when you all broke up, you moved out, he kept the dog. What was said exactly pertaining to the dog and who was going to be the owner? He was going to be the main caregiver, but I still got visitation rights, mm-hmm. for lack of a better phrase, because um, the dog like, was always really closer to me, technically, but we had equal love for him. Mm-hmm. Is there paperwork involved with, with, with dogs? I mean, there can be if you want to get a lawyer involved, but you all didn't do anything in writing, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Why would there be? We're going to be together forever. Just you, me, and our dog. Well, no, even after, not even when you get the dog, but when you decide to break up, I I can see some people getting paperwork and a, a lawyer involved to make sure that the pup custody is legit and fair. And so equal. 
if we were talking about a child, mm-hmm. we would say what is best for the child. So let's do that with the dog, right? Well, according to her, she's got the big backyard that the little doggo can run around in. But does your boyfriend take the dog for walks? Does, I mean, is he a good dog parent? I mean, for the most part, like going on walks isn't his favorite thing, but he does it because he feels obliged to. The dog or your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> you could say both. Yeah. But, um, to- no, he he's pretty good with him, but, you know, it's... So would I be. I would be great with him, too. I, to really feel attached, I have to know the dog's name. <laughs> Milo. Oh, what does he look like? Yeah. He's a black lab. <gasps> oh, so cute. Milo. Should have led with that. <laughs> so this is going to be tough. We've done this before, I mean, and people dig in. You dig in for ego. He's obviously going to think he's the better parent here, and it becomes more about ego than it does anything else. He says, no, what leg do we have to stand on? Because... I mean, what is it? What what do they say? Um, possession is nine, nine tenths, tenths of, of the, the law. law. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if he has the dog and you left the dog there, consensually, and he's not willing to give it up, then there really well, is no stick. However, oh, wow, you got really however <laughs> never heard that octave from you. I know. <laughs> While he is living there, you do have some custody, right? So you get the dogs on weekends or something, or the dog on weekends. Yeah, I mean, he comes and stays with me sometimes, and I still pay for a portion of, like, the vet bills and food and stuff. All right, so, I I mean, I I don't want to call it dog napping. Wow. But. That's where you go. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to call it that, but there's no paperwork involved. They haven't made really, what? Where did you get the dog from? Is it a breeder or a pound? Oh, pound. And (laughs) whose name's on the paperwork at the pound? That's a good question. Because that is who. The dog is going to belong to mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So she goes to a place where she no longer resides and takes a dog that her boyfriend adopted from the pound. She is the one who's going to get in trouble. She'll get arrested. Yeah, that's theft. Did you sign or did he sign or what's up? Yeah, if you signed and he has the dog, he's kidnapping. <gasps> dog napping. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> dog napping just sounds like I they're wanna, I want to say it was me, but I like honestly, it's. You know, it's been a little while. I can't remember off the top of my head. That's important information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, do we even need to text him? Like, can't you just call the pound? And if it's your name, just call the police. (laughs) Get the dog back. Well, let's. That that escalated quickly. Let other people do your dirty work. (laughs) (laughs) We're calling the law. Yeah, why stop the first tag? Why stop at police? Let's call a SWAT. (laughs) (laughs) DEA. FBI. (laughs) Let's get them all involved. Immigration. (laughs) He's a lab. He's not from Labrador, okay? (laughs) All right. uh, Ivy, give us a couple of seconds here. When we come back, we'll be a little more organized with our thoughts. Maybe. And uh, we'll text the boyfriend, and we'll try to work out an arrangement to where he gives up the dog and you get custody, okay? Okay. All right. Texting tutor is coming up next. The Bird Show. All right. So we are going to start texting Ivy's ex-boyfriend. They moved in together knowing that they were going to be together forever or until at least the lease was up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they broke up, but they bought a dog together. In the meantime, uh, Ivy can't remember who signed the papers when they went to the pound to get the dog. But she knows this, that she just moved into a nice house with a nice yard, and the dog would be way happier with her than she is with the D-bag. All right. We're, gonna, we're not using the word dog anymore. It's Milo. 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 Yep. Milo the Black Lab. And we are not trying to take Milo away from dad. We are merely trying to alter some 
some custodial, alter the custodial agreement. He will still be able to see Milo. We just want Milo's primary residence to be her home. Okay? Right. Mm -hmm. So she would be the sole custodian rather than the secondary. I'm using my lawyer speak. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm taking a lot of pauses because I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) You just said she'd be the only custodian instead of... Sole. Yeah, that means only. Oh, no. I mean primary. primary. <laughs> She'd be the primary. She'd be the primary custodian. You are I, a terrible lawyer. I don't hate like, it, You've though. already been fired. I, but, yeah. I, I want him to give up the dog completely so she never has to see his stupid face again. We don't even know why they broke up. It doesn't matter. He sucks. This is about the dog. This is about Milo. He it's could a, be lovely. We have no idea. I true. know. I, it, Ivy's lovely, which means he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Ivy's slightly more lovely than the mm-hmm. ex, for sure. Uh, and she's our client, not him. We don't yes. care about this guy. No. She's Ivy. Fair. He's poison. All right, how we're going to open this up. Gentlemen, if you had the dog in your home and you're both dog lovers, you both care for animals, what is the opening line? Because I don't feel like we need to sugarcoat nope. this. He's going to see through this. Like, we need to we need to get to the nut. Hey. <laughs> no. no. That word today. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's where I got it from. You're yeah. a bad influence. She has been I, I am a bad nut. So. <laughs> I think we just open by going, hey, I have an idea I want to run by you. Okay. All right. How about that? How do you feel about nuts? (laughs) (laughs) These nuts. (laughs) (laughs) You really want to do this, huh, Ivy, with this show? (laughs) 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 I love these nuts, Jones. (laughs) Save that. (laughs) We're so dumb. All right. So, Ivy, the initial text here, and you can send this, is, hey, I have an idea I want to run by you. Okay, gotcha. That's it. Just That's it. Text that thing right on out. And that will be intriguing enough for him to say, okay, let's hear it. <laughs> so we're already going to craft the second text before he even answers. It's going to be something like, what are your thoughts? Although you guys like it more aggressive. I like doing collaborative things. I only like, Cassie's like, no, this is my damn decision. Once he crosses us, then I'll get aggressive. I can play nice for right now. Okay. And we so, need to because the Milo's on the line. So it would be something like, I got this new house and it's got a huge backyard. I think Milo would be... Super happy here. No, because yeah, that, that he's not happy there. Right. We would, so you said he doesn't like to take Milo on walks. So that's the, we find something that's in the ex's benefit. So, so I just moved into this new house and it has a huge backyard. What do you think of Milo staying here so you don't need to take him on walks every day? No, but then I would be like, who are you to tell me what I do and don't like? See, I almost think. But it's obvious, right? Now, Ivy, you can give us some insight here. Um, because I think in a lot of situations, once he gets into the routine of not walking that dog, he'll realize how much he likes that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if we could just borrow Milo for the week, right? Mm-hmm. And then he realizes this is a damn good arrangement right here. Baby steps. Baby I like steps. it. Mm-hmm. That's I think, smart. Well, I think we were thinking too big. Um, we just need to get him over there yeah. so the ex-boyfriend realizes how easy his life can be. Yeah. That's good. Yep. So, uh, how start with Cassie. Well, we haven't. He hasn't even texted us back. Oh, mm. <laughs> actually, he just did. Okay. Um, he said, uh, "Hey, what now?" <laughs> oh, he's pissed. <laughs> oh boy! Wow! Oh, oh, the gate, huh? oh boy! Oh boy! Oh. Okay, what that's fine. Now, what? That's fine. <laughs> and you said this was a good breakup. No, she I mean, it was. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> what? <now>? Okay. <laughs> that says so much. It does. <laughs> 
Okay, so our goal now is just to get Milo there for a few days, mm-hmm. more than usual, just so old boyfriend there with the attitude just can sample how free mm-hmm. his life truly can be. You've been so awesome taking care of Milo. I now have this house with a big backyard. Can I please take him for the next week to let him run around? I think that's all it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby steps. That's a good start. Start with a compliment. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to, because no. he said, mm-hmm. what now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got that. Um, you've been so awesome taking care of Milo. I have this house with a huge backyard now. Can I take Milo for the week to let him run around? Should we say I miss him? Mm-hmm. No, I think if we were going to add anything, be like, I think I think Milo would love it, or it might be nice for Milo to have some extra space for a few days. Mm. I think as is. Okay. I think it's good. Yeah, I'll just fire it off. Okay, I'll send it. Is he going to think you're buttering him up by saying he's awesome? <laughs> he shouldn't, but I mean, he sounds cranky, so that's great. When did you move, Ivy, into this house? Into this house? I moved in probably about a month ago, but we yeah. really just, or I just really got settled. I wonder if it's something like, you've been so awesome taking care of Milo while I've been moving. Well, it's already been set. Oh, well, never mind. Forget it. Rewind. See, his first text makes me feel like he's going to be reluctant to do anything. Mm-hmm. But she hit him with a nicety, and it's a very... It don't matter. Mm-hmm. He's in a mood. He texted him back. <laughs> what now? He said, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, whoa. Wow. That's rude. Why? I would then, say, then, why not? Yeah, just mm-hmm. we're matching. We now we need to match energy and respond back. Why not? Question mark. Why not, bitch? Want <laughs> <laughs> match energy? All right, I'll text back with the why not with mm-hmm. question mark. Mm-hmm. Now I've got questions about this breakup. Girl, you need Have you heard of Abby's Ahead podcast? <laughs> yeah, Abby. <laughs> listen, Ivy. If you ever want to talk about this for a good fifty to fifty-five minutes, you know who to call. <laughs> Noted. Probably going to call you after he doesn't give up Milo. <laughs> Maybe like the free Milo is the next free Britney. We can start a national movement. Literally. All right. What did he say, Ivy? <laughs> he said, because period, we broke up. Uh, he's a oh, wait, no, hang on. Nice. He's better. Yeah. This is a, this is a big deal because this is sounding like he's not going to share custody at all. Well, no. it sounds like they already have been though. Right. Yeah, but now he's like, she's like, okay. hey, can I take him for the week? And he's like, she, he says, no, because we broke up. Well, no, they're sharing custody. It shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, why does he have the right to say like... Okay, that's... Yeah. That, so this is, we got to play this smart. When's the next time you get Milo, Ivy? Not this weekend, but next. Okay, all right, then. Okay, we're going to play the long game here. You literally need to respond back, okay. Okay. And then next weekend okay. when you get him, you don't return him. And when he asks why, you say, because we broke up. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, shot to fire. <laughs> but you got to play the long game on this one. But if you share, if you show anything right now, he has Milo right now. You don't have access to him. So you have to play this smart so he doesn't withhold Milo and just respond back. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll text him. Okay. Wait, but before you send that, I, I wanted this to be like a group consensus. Like, is that that's do you do we agree that that's the smart move? Yeah. yeah. What if they just have agree. an in person conversation before we dog nap Milo? 
Okay, that's fine. But right now, that nothing's going to get nothing is going to get solved here. Oh. He has made his mm-hmm. stance very clear. Mm-hmm. So we just need to mine our p's and q's. So you're not in a position where you no longer see Milo ever again. Mm. I kind of I want to be like sorry to hear you're weaponizing our dog. No, I can't. No, I do think that a combination of things here is get the dog over to your house, even if it's for your custody day, which sounds ridiculous, and then you got to do the research on who signed that paper because mm-hmm. that's your leverage. I mean, if you sign those papers, then and the dog's in your house, guess what? You know, he doesn't ever have to see that dog ever again. Mm-hmm. But if he signed the papers, then you are basically dog napping and there could be legal, seriously legal consequences for that because that's somebody else's property. Even so, though we know it's a dog, not just property. So what are we saying here? We're just saying, okay, I guess I'll just see him on Thursday or Friday no, or whatever? I would just say, okay. And when is the next date you have lined up to see Milo? She said not this weekend, next weekend. Okay. And then if... She's the one who signed the papers at the pound. Or I would say also if she's the one who paid for the adoption fees, she keeps him. And so, and when he goes, let me have him back, she says, we broke up. Same line on him. But if he signed it, solely him, then um, it's got to go back. You've got to have that face-to-face conversation. And we're assuming this, right? We don't know this. Correct. We don't, we don't know law, but right. it, it makes sense. Well, I mean, it, it's theft. It's property theft, mm. regardless. You know, if, like, I loan you my blender, I mean, I'm not going to call the cops over a blender, obviously, but, like, it, it technically is mine that you are holding onto it past our mm. timeline. I think you should call the cops when he steals your blender. Mm-hmm. You take my car, which is in my name, that is theft. Mm-hmm. You take my dog, which is in my name, that is theft. Or I and, loan- and, and a blender. Yes. And, and, a, and a blender. Mm-hmm. So now you're having Margs in the car with a dog. <laughs> mm, triple infraction. <laughs> 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 All right, so... Is that what we're going with? Just like, okay. And then don't say anything about the next time you're supposed to see the dog. Keep it on the custody schedule. And then once, in the meantime, honestly, it's not like you got to wait to have Milo at your house to start doing this research on the signature and everything. You can do that immediately. Yeah, you can do that immediately. And you can go back to plan A and call the cops if he's your dog. In fact, why don't you do that? And then we'll talk to you on Monday and find out if you have more leverage or not. Then we can kind of guide you from that point. He means finding out if you adopted the dog, not actually calling the police. Are you still right. there, Ivy? You still, me, Ivy, you still there? All right, it's kind of an anticlimactic way to end it, but phones went out. That's the only advice. We yeah. could do that round and round. He clearly is yeah. pushing back. He doesn't want anything to do with her. Mm-hmm. Right. The Bird Show. I haven't trying to get to this for a week now. It won't take very long. But, man, I was surprised. Wow, was I surprised. So I have two sons, and at one point or another, they were both eight, nine, ten years old. And I've had dudes over to the house nine, ten years old when they were celebrating their birthday and having parties. And, you know, they get a little out of hand, the dudes. A lot of energy, run around a little bit, hit each other with a baseball bat. and like. <laughs> always have sleepovers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. And it's usually, um, it really does consist of like being in the backyard, just running around, playing soccer, literally hitting each other with a wiffle ball bat, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, then playing video games and go to sleep. That's Sounds it. about right. That's it. Mm-hmm. So last week, uh, we had a party for Tiffany's daughter, Eliza, nine years old. She had, man, what, Tiffany went over the top at this party. She did such a great job. She uh, redid our basement, so it looked like there was a movie premiere going on. So And it was a... Uh, um, it was a mystery party. Like somebody had stolen the Academy Award. So all these girls had to figure out exactly who stole it based on this, uh, a bunch of hints that were manufactured by somebody else in a box. Okay. okay. So anyway, so there are 
20 girls in our basement. All right. And I knew the party was getting lit for them because they're all singing Taylor Swift at the same time. <laughs> That's fine. All right, it's kind of loud there. Uh, it's just the screaming never stopped with these girls. Two and a half, three hours. First, they're singing Taylor Swift. Then they're going on to Morgan Wallen. I mean, and then three-fourths of them leave, leaving seven of the girls at the house. I had to remove myself because (laughs) it was so loud and so frantic. And so ear-piercing. And so (laughs) ear-piercing. Over and over. They didn't stop till one in the morning. The party was over at nine. Four hours of screaming, (laughs) hanging out, having the time of their lives. I literally had to say to Tiffany, like, you're on your own on this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even close. It wasn't even close. Do you know what, like, they were so jacked about or what they were screaming about? I think this is fairly common because... Listeners were telling me in my DMs, like, yeah. oh, you just wait. You've never had a girl sleepover like this before? Uh-huh. You're not getting any sleep tonight. I'm like, oh, shut up. I've done this with boys before. Way worse. Not even close, you guys. The girls were, wh- I mean, nothing went wrong and they weren't out of hand or anything. No. They are uh-huh. just being nine-year-old girls. I literally had to leave the house. I would not have guessed that. Dude, I literally had to walk down the street. It was so loud. And it just wasn't this group of girls. That's what to expect. Now, you know, I have to ask you the question. That I've asked you before, did you alter your sleeping habits because you had, um, because there was a sleepover? Uh, what do you mean? Because normally, don't you yeah, sleep in the nude? You sleep butt naked. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, but it wasn't calculated. I just think I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a really good point. Because yeah. at yeah. any point, they could just walk. It's happened before. Yes. I told you guys that's before. That's why I brought it up again. Right. Yeah. Eliza's yeah. had like a friend or two over, and in the morning, they thought it'd be really funny to go wake Bird up, so they come running in the room at eight in the morning, and <laughs> luckily, I'm under sheets, but I'm naked. Uh-huh. And I was in a panic, so I literally said to them, like, you guys need to get out of here. I have no clothes on. They're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, to the email here. Is it morally wrong to have an only fans it, uh, on certain professions. Mo's got the email. Hey, Bird Show. I saw a debate on Facebook and would love to hear what you guys think. One of my friends posted where a teacher was found to have an OnlyFans account and said, friend stated he felt the teacher should have higher morals. I personally have an OnlyFans account only because my boyfriend and I were having issues where he would lock himself in the bathroom or wait until I left for work or would choose to watch videos instead of being with me. Yeah, well, you need to work on that, yep. Wait, hold on a second. So so she gave him something to look at rather than him looking at strangers? Is that it the does, motivation behind the OnlyFans? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, she just could have done that and it, it, without video. She could have just got naked in front of the dude. Right? Maybe she's saying that since he's doing that, then I'm going to do it also. Yes. Oh, okay. you off. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay. All right. When I found this out, I asked if there was something I needed to do to change this, and he stated that he just likes it. He agreed to stop choosing it over me, but didn't follow through. So I told him that if he was able to watch it, then I was able to post it. There's the rub. Yep. Uh-huh. He told me if I made an account, I would be single. It was a brief argument about double standards, but once I sent him proof of my account, he decided that it wasn't worth it and has started being more affectionate towards me again. I think once you've hit that point, you might be at a point of no return. Right, it's a petty party. 100%. Now, my thing is, 
To go back to my friend's post, he states it's a moral issue. However, how did they find out? A parent? Because if that's the case, then how is it okay for the parent to not have the same morals when it's their responsibility to raise their child with said morals? Another teacher? Again, if they can look, why can't we post? I mean, she brings up a valued, value, you know. Are a, they the same? A valid argument. I mean, yeah. If you're if you're seeking that out, you're the reason why there is a market mm. for that and people are posting okay. it. Yeah, I can see that. And That's so, yeah. it, I mean, you found it. You were looking at it. So I think, yeah, they're, they're one and the same. You can't say anything if you're looking. No. Not at all. I'm a nurse. Does my OnlyFans mean I am not as able to care for you or your loved one? In fact, I have never been fired from a job, received a compliment or write-up. Complaint. Complaint. I am told almost daily from my bosses that they appreciate the work I do and the care I give. I'm the one they choose to train, new employees, and they tell me I should look into furthering my career. Why should all of that change because of what I do on my personal time? What are your opinions on this? Mm. P.S. My OnlyFans is now inactive and I got my point across. So it's funny that this email came in today because I know there's a story circulating this morning of a police officer that pulled over some rando. I think it was in Minneapolis. And the dude looked at the police officer and is like, I know you from your OnlyFans. So... Uh, I don't think the police officer got in trouble or anything, Mm -mm. but the dude said, like, I can't take this cop seriously (laughs) because I'm looking at her on OnlyFans. So in that case, he he was like all credibility out the window. I don't see it that way. I don't either. Um, Like, if you found out one of your kids' teacher teacher had an OnlyFans account, would you think less of them? (laughs) At his Catholic school. Yes. That would be pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Would I think less of the teacher? Yes. Would you think they are less capable of teaching your child because they have an OnlyFans account? No, um, because he does go to a very strict Catholic school, though, it would be an interesting dilemma on that level. I'm sure the school has Mm -hmm. those stipulations with the teacher's contracts that you can't do anything that they deem immoral. But would I view the teacher differently? Like, it's going to be... There's less credibility mm-hmm. because the teacher is on OnlyFans? Absolutely not. Listen, I know what teachers make. Do yeah. what you got to do. Right. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. right. I, I'll be honest. I'm, I may feel like a hypocrite here because I, I would never judge someone. I don't think it matters what you do on your personal time, and I don't think you should be judged for it. But if someone came to me and was like, you know, you needed to hire a lawyer or something. Yeah. And they had an OnlyFans. Mm. I might look at it a certain way. Uh-huh. If the lawyer had an OnlyFans? Uh-huh. Yeah, if, it, if the lawyer yeah. that he... Is defending Mo has an OnlyFans. I, I, I can see what you're saying. I don't know that I would choose that lawyer. Really? I don't know. Huh. I, 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 I can't put my finger on it, but I can see what he's saying. You know? Like, I don't I don't know why. But a nurse, fine. No problem. Yeah, no, Teacher, fine. No, no, no problem. Huh. But a lawyer. <laughs> Get it. The Bird Show. All right, so how is it possible you are going to go to one of your relatives, your sister, and say, hey, your kids can be at my wedding. And then you're going to go to your brother and you're going to go, but your kids can't be there. Who? There's got to be a couple of you guys that have had to do this before. one 855 Show. All right, so the email says, my fiance and I have decided not 
to invite children to our wedding, mainly due to limited space and our preference for an adult atmosphere. Do you guys no. ever get do you get offended by that? No, not at all. Me neither. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Some people get so pissed. I guess if you're in the family also and you're like, wait a second. Yeah. So your nieces and nephews can't be part of this? Well, no, they can't. So for our wedding, um, no kids. The exception was nieces and nephews. You know what? It is your special day. Mm-hmm. You get to make the rules yeah. up, man. Yep, <laughs> so if that's want. what you want to do, then go for it. Uh, however, we've made an exception for my sister's daughter and son. Who will be the flower girl and the ring bearer? Here's where it gets tricky. Not inviting my brother's kids. And this has caused some tension within the family. No. (laughs) I did not see that coming. Who would have thought? If we allow my brother's kids, we'd have to make exceptions for my fiance's nieces and nephews, totaling 14 kids. We really want to avoid that, given the logistical challenges and our vision for the event. Ah, it's not even a wedding anymore. It's a vision for the event. (laughs) Some people have suggested allowing my sister's kids to be part of the ceremony, but not attend the reception. However, this seems rude and could potentially mean my sister would miss out on the celebration since the wedding is out of town and any political or potential babysitters, (laughs) political, uh, will be at the wedding too. I'm torn about what to do. I appreciate any advice or perspectives you can offer. Thanks in advance. Anybody? 1-855-BIRCHA. I don't understand how you can invite one niece and nephew and not the others. We just got done agreeing that it's your special day. You should be able to make your own rules up. It's your special day. Okay. So (laughs) if, because if, how how am I going to, so if my brother was getting married, and we had, there's three of us, right? So, no, I'm going to use you, Mo, because you have the multiple siblings, so I only have the one brother. Mm-hmm. So, your sister's getting married. Your kids can come, but your sister's kids can't come. Yeah, that would be a problem. It'd be a huge It'd be problem. A of course. That can't fly. You no can't, way you can do you that. You can't, I mean, like, I know It's your special day. <laughs> it ain't that special. <laughs> I'm about to hit you. Get to make up your own rules. It's your special day. Oh man! Well, your special day's stupid. You can't do that. Well, I mean, you it can't. is your, it is your special day, and you can make the rules up. But there are going to be ramifications, and oh, there's no yes. getting around this For one. Sure. So, yes, you can absolutely do what you want, but it's going to hurt in the long run. And then the fiance's family, so like, and that would also be like if the bride and groom, like her side, her nieces and nephews can come, but his nieces and nephews can't. I mean, you're really driving a wedge in between the family. I mean, you've made, like, you've created this and you can't, you seriously can't get mad if anybody else gets mad and their feelings get hurt because I personally believe they are validated. And they're in the wedding. So it's not even like they're just going to be there. One side of the family is so special that I want you in the wedding and the other side is so unspecial. I don't even (laughs) want you in the building. Okay. (laughs) Not even in the state. Okay. So that did happen at our wedding. That did? 
It is? What? Hey, Vanessa, hold on one sec for me. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We're going hard left here, but don't go yeah. anywhere. Okay. So my niece and nephew were our flower girl and ring bearer. And the nieces and nephews on my husband's side were not in the wedding, but they were like junior bridesmaids and oh, okay. junior groomsmen. Okay. But they were invited. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were there. But because Liam and Harper were so little and so cute, we had them do like the ring, ring yeah. bearer and, okay. and I understand ring that. bearer duties. Well, you know why you can do that? It's your special day. <laughs> you have to make the rules. Vanessa, good morning. You're on the Bird Show. Good morning. I had a no children wedding with a couple of exceptions. Um, my daughter was actually our flower girl, and then my nephew was our ring bearer. And um, I had a couple of friends who were in the wedding who were traveling from out of town, and they had little ones. And so what I did was actually I hired a babysitter who um, took care of the kids Um like during the ceremony and then took them at the reception. They they ate with us and then the babysitter took them. And so that we didn't have to worry about watching the kids and yeah. the kids weren't there at the reception. Yeah, okay. Mo and I are going to default to Kristen on an opinion on that because it's about a wedding. <laughs> Facts. I'm, I'm, if you can provide sitters for those who have kids and are coming in for out of town, I think that's something that if you want to have a no kid wedding, you should make that as easy as possible on your guest, and you should definitely provide that. All right, Caroline. Good morning. You're on the Bird Show. Hello. Hey guys. Good morning. Good morning. So my mom. So we, my husband and I, we got engaged, and she decided that there could only be a hundred people at my wedding. And she looked at the guest list and was like, no. And so my husband and I, we got married on April 29th. And then a month later, we did our own thing. We did our own ceremony. Mm -hmm. And none of my family came, but all of my family or all of my friends came. And all of my husband's family was there. But not a single family member was at my reception. Because they didn't want to be there or they weren't invited? No, they didn't want to be there. They, didn't they were mad because she, oh. she was mad because she didn't get her way. Oh, I got you. Because you're, I mean, you're forcing family members to take sides. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So there are going to be ramifications, but do what you want. <laughs> Make your bed. You better lie in yep. it. Not a good idea, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our motto. That is our motto. It's the Bird Show. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at the Bird Show.